0: I was born in a cabbage patch. My 16 brothers and sisters were shipped off to Hasbro for mass producing except for me.
1: Aww. Three points, James. Thanks.
2: I was born a rug rat on the Disney Channel. I don't make sense. What's a Nicktoon? doing on the Disney Channel nobody loved me there. One point Stephen.
3: <laughs> I was born a rambling man <laughs> yes. trying to make a living and doing the best I can.
1: Uh, Michael, that was good except you forgot the Lord at the beginning. I was just so two points <laughs>
3: <laughs> can't forget the
2: Lord. Peace be with you.
0: And also, <laughs> and also with you. Oh, and
2: with your spirit. It's with your spirit. Oh, now. did they change it? They changed it. Yeah. Wait, really? Catholicism got a reboot. Yeah. And you know how I feel about reboots. <sighs> Go away.
1: Wait, I thought you were kind of into Catholicism though so.
2: well no they, they they wanted to like start the whole thing over and I'm not cool with that <laughs> oh, <okay. Like, laughs> he had a really good thing he's going. like
3: Catholicism is the story of Jesus so I'm not gonna see the sequel
2: <laughs> yeah you know I thought it got a good ending
1: everyone, welcome to another episode of From Under a Rock. This week we watched uh, Jesus the Sequel. No.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> that wasn't it.
1: Uh, this week we watched The Jerk. That Picked, rings a bell. picked by myself. And Who's myself? D-rocked uh, de-rocked by... All of us. Mm-hmm. Everyone else. I'm Ryan Evans, by the way.
3: I'm James McAnally. I'm Michael Ornelas. I'm Stephen Zarita.
1: And I am... Uh, I was quite surprised last week when... Uh, when I found out, none of you guys had seen this movie before. As so, it is, as it is quite a classic.
2: It's mm-hmm. one of my dad's favorites. It was amazing, and we—I pointed out in the middle of this. This is your second Steve Martin pick, and I can see why you picked these because he's consistently hilarious. I, I mean, I already knew that, but it—it just—he's so funny. The, in this. It
1: wasn't, you know, it wasn't consciously a second Steve Martin pick. It was just these are two comedies that I remember liking. So, when's the last and time they you just, watched they this? They just both happened to have Steve Martin. Uh, I watched this for the first and I think it was, only. I might've seen it twice, but the first time I saw it was, uh, four years ago. Something like that. Hmm.
3: And why'd you pick it? A
1: relative newcomer. Um, I picked it because I thought it was hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, has tons of classic quotable scenes and, uh, Pretty uh, pretty great comedic performance by uh, by Steve Martin. He who just carries the show. There are other people that flit in and out of the movie. Yeah, and it, it is sort of a vignetted movie. This is um, for the uninitiated. This is a 1979 Carl uh, Reiner directed film, written by Martin and Carl Gottlieb. And it is a, as Michael pointed out while we were watching, sort of a coming of age story for much of it. Uh, about a uh, a poor black child <laughs> who uh, grew up to find his special purpose. Um, yeah. Moved moved away from home when he found out that he wasn't actually black. He was adopted and uh, made his own own way in the world. To somehow. be fair,
2: he's always had his special purpose. He just didn't figure out what it was for. Mm-hmm. That's
3: true. Although he kind of find that finds out pretty. Like, early into the
2: movie. Yeah, that's true. I thought that he was going to be on a quest for rhythm. From yeah, the, I thought it from was going to become a musician or something. I was like, oh, this is going to be like a, a film about you know, that would jazz have, or something. That would have
1: been uh, quite an interesting alternative alternative take on the screenplay, mm-hmm. you know, where he goes and becomes a musician. Well, it's just like, it but, seems
0: like that's the... the problem he seems to have uh initially and then like in the next scene he's like and then i found rhythm and i was like oh okay i guess we're not going with that
1: yeah. uh i guess becoming musician from a comedic standpoint just from yeah. pure uh goofiness <laughs> yeah. doesn't quite uh doesn't quite hold up to that standard uh he instead he becomes rich off it of seems, the, 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 the opti grab
0: it seems yeah. more like uh like a kind of comedic story that you would definitely see from the 70s and 80s to mm-hmm. like a sort of yeah uh starting from nothing and you know going to be rich and then having a downfall it just seems much more like a a story that would pass studios you know
2: yeah well one thing i love about the story is he doesn't have one specific aim in life there's so many left turns i mean what He's leaving to go to St. Louis to just quote unquote make it. Just, you know, Mm -hmm. just to be successful. To be somebody. To be somebody. And what's the first thing that happens? He just gets off at a gas station to use the bathroom and he ends up working there for who knows how long. And then where does he go from there? Like, the circus.
1: He, he thought he was going to become president of the Texaco of the company. oil company. Yeah. Yeah. And how did
2: how did he uh, get that job in the first place? Just the sarcastic owner was kind of making fun of him while he was in the bathroom, and he says, "Oh, I could be the the president. I don't even work here." <laughs> Next scene, he's like all <laughs> spiffy, done up in and his like white suit and cap, uh, waxing cars. I
1: really like uh, the owner character. Let me see. If I he,
0: also was the, uh, he also was like the happiest at that job, I'd say, until some random gunman just starts shooting at him. Which...
2: Even then, he wasn't necessarily scared yet. He was just like, no, the cans. Yeah. Save the
1: cans. That was Bill Macy plays Stan Fox, the uh, gas station owner. And I, I, I really love his character, how he is really sarcastic and... Uh, pretends like he doesn't care about anything, but he actually has quite a soft spot for Yeah, though. yeah. And uh, really takes care of him, takes him in and puts him up free, inside yeah. his gas station for free and just kind of shrugs it off. Eh, you will send me a postcard whenever you whenever Go you strike it and, big. Yeah, <laughs> he
2: did though. And, he, and did. he did.
1: That was, you know, that's one thing kinda about sweet.
0: me. Uh, Michael, you were saying? Yeah, my favorite scene is the one with the gunman just, just randomly like, yeah, that guy, he sounds like an asshole and then like <laughs>
3: tracks him down. That can, it sprung a leak. <laughs> <laughs> he Not hates can. these cans.
2: There's he cans in there effected. too. <laughs> and then it's a Coke machine.
1: I, I have to say that's one of my favorite scenes as well. Uh, partly because of the quotable line, he hates these cans. And then also the uh, incoherent mutterings of the psychotic serial killer like, go run in the mail, <laughs> <laughs> like, is like, typical run-in-the-mill bastard. Naven gets randomly picked guy? out of a phone book to be <laughs> the target of the serial Speaking
3: of book. incoherent mutterings, I asked my dad to write in, <laughs> <laughs> and instead of giving any <laughs> thoughts, like discuss any, anything points. for us to discuss, he just lists things he likes. I was like, any specific thing you want us to talk about? He's like, the biker girlfriend, he hates these cans, the phone book, Fixing the eyeglasses and Naven walking out scene, I don't need anything. And then I'm like, was there an actual question in there or just a list of things you find funny?
2: And he just goes, Things I find funny. To be fair, those are all really funny things. Yeah, sure. those are those are highlights of the yeah. of the film. Before before we move too far from that scene, I do want to mention in the whole gas station sequence when the, the gunman shows up, even though cinematography isn't a huge part of this, I thought that the shot of the scope, his you know, his scope on Aiming the crosshairs mm-hmm. at what is it, Naven? Mm-hmm. I keep wanting to say Nathan at Naven. I thought that was a really impressive shot because it's kind of got some cool micro composition. You're, you're framing for the scope, and I, I don't know. I thought that was really cool.
1: Especially, at, is, is this the one you're talking about? Whenever it starts with just a wide shot of the gas station and then the scope comes into yeah. view,
2: and it's it's like almost
1: a. A quick zoom but only on part of the screen yeah you know, I, I really like, a like double image sort of. yeah
2: there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff going on and they play up the comedy too with you know he can't get a clear shot at him either yeah but i thought that was really impressive followed by a chase sequence
1: uh in a car with no wheels <laughs> yeah so well, like how did
2: he not
0: catch up with him yeah. he was oh. just trailing behind at 10 miles an hour mm-hmm. that also reminds me of the uh
2: pulling the church that that is my favorite part (laughs) oh god i almost completely forgot about that that was amazing we said um when we did sergeant bilko that this is from old bilko was the 90s but it still kind of harkens back to this style a little bit yeah but this is such a written comedy and not you know someone mentioned in some of the comedy reviews we've done that you know nowadays it's a lot more about improv and making your other castmates laugh You know, when they say cut, and this was just so, the the timing, the every gesture, but the dialogue and the whole gag of, oh, yeah, I'm going to pull this uh, church. I honestly was not expecting that. I saw that as, okay, one of two things is going to happen. The the car's going to speed off, and it's just going to break off that pipe and keep going away, and Steve Martin's going to go, oh, well, I tried, or B... The car goes off, pulls an American graffiti, and the back bumper just flies off as well as the axle, and the car's down there. And Steve Martin goes, "Ha ha! I knew it would work." And I had no idea that the church yeah. thing would ever—that wasn't even a thought in my mind. And but, it's so rare that I like you—you see—you don't see something coming like that in a movie.
3: By the way, both of those scenarios you just laid out. Are like clearly end in wonderful punchlines that would have gone down yeah, in comedy history. Yeah.
2: Well, I feel like
0: it was, it was probably like, oh, it ear worked.
3: Earlier... Haha. Or what oh. was the other one?
2: I, oh, uh, oh, dang. Oh, I tried. Oh, I tried.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like. In earlier drafts of the the script, that could have been the case, where it's like, yeah. you know, we've got the budget, we can just take off the entire back end of there's the church. A church,
2: and there's a marriage going. I, like,
1: I, I do love how that a wedding that sequence. It's <laughs> what's the difference? There's a marriage going on. It's The same thing. know oh, no. Uh, I, I love how that scene in such a short span is one upping itself one after the other, like. You know, it starts off with the the faucet just getting pulled out a little bit, and you're like, "Oh, it's it's not going to work." Then the whole side of the church comes off. Then you see that there's there's a, people in a there. marriage going on, <laughs> and it's there a wedding, a marriage. <laughs> and then you see that there are actually people in the portion that got pulled off, yeah, that are the, trying to get the, off. The, the bride
2: and the groom are in there. They're like, they're being what pulled do we do? apart
3: from one another. I think it's symbolic. I, I think you stop here. You you you
1: don't
2: they, go they through that wedding. They lose with that touch wedding, with their family with do that you, marriage. Oh, do
1: you think that would have? It would have helped the scene to have a, a quick little cutaway to like if uh, if anyone can think of a reason where these two should not be wed. <laughs> oh man, I feel I like that's a missed opportunity. Pull them to apart <laughs> from one another. It's like I, what I, I God would... <laughs> has joined together, let no <laughs> man. <mass. laughs>
0: I feel like that, like oh man, that would have been a missed opportunity. But at the same time, you would, would have, have given out away on the, the surprise. surprise. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. you would have
2: known. Oh, this, this something's going to bring them apart. If yeah, punchline the pre punchline is together. But
1: yeah, I, I love. Uh, joke sequences like that, where it doesn't l- let you take a break in which you might stop laughing. It's yeah. just like it keeps refreshing the comedy to yeah. uh, to get the most out of the one joke, the one uh, the one side gag. Yeah, it really yeah, it really was
3: good. that joke in its most like extreme form. And now no one, one there can was do no that. topping it. Yeah,
2: like no one can what no one part can, of a yeah no one can put that in their movie because that's so clearly like that is such a unique idea like anybody could do the pipe falls off or the back of the car falls off you could do that a million times in movies no one really would care
0: that's true and that's one of those things that isn't necessarily carried by steve martin obviously he does a fantastic job in that scene and in the whole movie but like just that's from a writing standpoint is is pretty unique so i agree with you
1: So, Broad Strokes, what did you guys kind of think about The Jerk?
0: Um, I I feel like I actually got more and more invested as it went on, because at first I wasn't 100% sure what I was getting into, yeah, what, what it was about, um, but I was laughing out loud a lot more towards the end, um, when I realized, oh, okay, like, I kind of had waded into the water and, like, understood what it was going for, um... And it it shouldn't have taken me as long as it did because I love these sorts of comedies, um, but I felt like there were a lot of a lot of lines in particular that were making me laugh and 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 weird uh, off the wall sequences like the. Uh, like him beating up those guys who were like, yeah, we'll keep rent high so that uh so keep you know, out those, keep out those, the yeah. eggplants or whatever they say. Yeah. And it's was like I've never heard that expression before, but cool. And then he just like beats the crap out of them. Uh um, he goes black dynamite on. Yeah, he goes black dynamite on. He's got the gold chains on him. So too, I had still. I had
2: two big missed opportunities coming into this movie. First, walking up to Michael's apartment, I saw a stack of phone books outside his apartment. I thought I should bring one up because I know he didn't bring one and that'd be kind of funny. But you know what? Ah, I don't feel like it. And, uh, you know, uh, Naven is super excited just to have his name in the phone book. I was like, okay, well, there goes one relevant joke. And the other relevant joke was, uh, I wonder if this is going to be like Black Dynamite. <laughs> should have made the joke. Why did you, you think that, that? on two things. Yeah, why? Because yes, <laughs> he was that- born a poor black man. <laughs> or boy. Well. I don't know.
0: There. <laughs> 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 I mean, I wouldn't huh. have made the the jump in logic that would lead oh, me yeah. to compare the jerk to Black Dynamite.
2: Considering we've only watched like one black exploitation film, there's not a big pool of other.
1: It's a black exploitation parody. It's,
3: no, yeah, I I it's not there's, even a black exploitation film. Yeah. Um, yeah, I from the get go, it was a ridiculous movie. Like, it, it kind of just seems like, oh, this is just a white dude living amongst black people. Doing. I thought it was
2: gonna be that joke for the whole movie. Yeah, I, first, I did too. Yeah.
3: And then it seemed like you know, the the baby bird finally learned how to fly and that was symbolized by he figured out how to clap on beat and then he was like, Well, time to leave home <laughs> <laughs> and then he just kinda leaves and I'm like, I, I don't really know why or like what he wants or what he's going for and it just kinda seemed like a movie without motive for a while but then it fell into a plot that i was like oh okay yeah i'm following it this. first
2: yeah. seems to be like loosely connected scenes like the yeah. writer just said what would be a, if we had a stupid character what would he say at a gas station what would he say at the circus the horrible, yeah. and then you just kind of he's traveling so they connect those kinds of ideas in those scenes and then it, once uh what, what's his wife's name does anybody remember um, once he meets his wife then it starts to you know, Bernadette Peters fall into a a larger narrative, a a more sound narrative, but even still like the movie, Marie, Mm -hmm. Marie, Marie. Once he finds Marie, it falls in that larger narrative, but even still like this is the kind of comedy where it could have been a bunch of loosely connected scenes. And as long as they were as funny as the gas station sequence, I, I would have absolutely loved it just as much. Yeah. I just felt, I felt nothing
3: really propelled one scene into the next for, quite some time in the movie it just kind of felt like here's a placeholder thing to just get a few minutes out of the movie and then move forward doesn't mean i didn't enjoy it yeah um but yeah for a while i was just kind of looking for something to latch on to and i couldn't find it other than the comedy
0: i mean in hindsight it was sort of like you know keeping in tune with the uh going from nothing to having everything um you know, each scene, like you working in a gas station, then working in a carnival, is like an incrementally higher th- well, thing on the ladder. Let's not forget
2: his very first increment, making it from the front of his house <laughs> to down the down the, 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 the down fence. The fence yeah that's a very important step in his i like journey.
0: how he said uh where are you going um just to the end of the fence and then he's like okay thanks see ya but then he drives off anyway it's like yeah. well you said you were stopping here
2: <laughs> yeah i don't like w- is he the neighbor <laughs> i did love that line of, thanks for the company he didn't yeah. even finish saying his name <laughs> yeah they're like so what's your name stranger my name's naven all right get all right, out here okay we thanks for the company
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, like I, I forgave it for the joke, but I was yeah. like, he keeps driving. Yeah. Like, he could have easily kept him in the car.
2: <laughs> he, he just didn't
1: want him in the yeah. car.
2: I, so. I hope someone really does that with hitchhikers. Like, I, I I'm, you get one mile. I'm going to oh, drive you a like mile down the road and get out.
0: That would be really messed up.
2: Yeah. And I'm, and I'm going to take you a mile from the, the direction wrong. you're coming from.
3: <laughs> the wrong. <thing. laughs> what? I'll just opt to not get in.
1: So, yeah, this is a very vignetted uh, storytelling structure, and it is – at times, it feels like they are stringing jokes together. You know, like they had these written jokes that they thought were funny, and as Stephen was saying, uh, found ways to bring them together. I want to give you a point. Yeah. Paul, by the way, Stephen. Um, and that made me forget what my point. What well, my point was.
2: Oh. So I lose. You I take lose. the, the point. point back. No. I,
1: no. No. Not from Stephen. I uh, just. I just lost a point. Stephen must have taken it.
2: Yep you're talking about loosely connected scenes um they had, the I writers was, had these jokes i was yeah in mind and they fi- they wanted to find a way to put them on screen maybe that was it that was <laughs> the point your point was to give me a point ryan that's what you were getting at
1: i went out of my way to do it it yeah. must have been
2: <laughs> what did you guys think of the circus sequence i thought of all the sequences while it was still extremely funny i thought that was the weakest yeah
0: not in a bad way, I just thought... What, what are you talking about? It awakened his sexuality. He
2: found his purpose. Yeah. I mean, he had his purpose, but he just figured out what it was for.
0: Yeah, exactly. So he, uh, there
3: being a kid named Bullshit, that or was, with Bullshit a on dog shirt No, the
1: kid had the a... dog dog's a name, named the, Shithead. Oh,
0: sorry, Shithead. Was the kid's name actually no. Bullshit? No, <laughs> he no, just she had, had it on his shirt. My bad. Because that would be hilarious. <laughs> but I guess that would be the same joke twice, in a sense. Yeah. I, I loved how, like... The dog's name was Shithead, and mm-hmm. I thought that was
2: great. There's a—I'm sure you guys have seen this post uh, around the internet, but it's something I'm considering doing. You know how you can nickname your Pokemon when you catch them? Uh, yeah. And us- I usually never did, but someone was like, "Okay, nickname your Pokemon." Oh shit, he! Oh yeah, yeah. because everything it'll be like,
0: oh, oh, shit, oh shit, he used shit, he Scratch! <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> You cut or wait? Like you can actually name your character that too. Yeah. So it's like shit. I comma so he like, shit. I caught a Pikachu.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I can't care for it. What do I do? God I'm, damn it! I'm, I'm, not not really for not, this. I'm not adult enough for this. I'm only ten. <laughs> oh, that's
1: yeah. That's a fun way to play that game. <laughs> yeah, I like that.
2: Yeah. But I, I, I that that circus scene or sequence.
1: Yeah, I I mean I thought there was. A good time to be had in that yeah, scene what the, what problems every, did you have with well i just th- i just
2: thought it wasn't as strong i'm not saying it's bad but you know it's like the difference between a's and a pluses that's it okay i'm not i'm not hinting at my rating yet i'm still figuring aren't it out. aren't you oh but uh i i do have to say every time and we every time the the stunt woman on the bike drives through the clearly too small ring of fire it is clearly like angry every time after like that didn't work yeah she keeps doing it the exact same time I don't night know. after night
1: to me it looked like she was like yeah i just did that yeah oh. <laughs> it I- looked like she was kind of proud of just driving straight through a- some planks of wood <laughs> yeah. well the first <laughs>
0: time she like completely
2: gets she taken off it. her yeah. bike <laughs> but she kind of does every other time yeah. too. spits like, out a tooth like isn't the point of that stunt to not hit anything, to just glide through the opening. Who knows what the point of that is? (laughs) I think the point of the stunt is just
0: pure spectacle. Hey, you want to see somebody on a motorcycle run through, like, fire? It's like, yes. I don't care how it turns out.
3: (laughs) the first half of
0: that
2: stunt that i'm interested in not how it ends
0: <laughs> yeah that's I, I think that's true i think that's true for a lot of like evil knievel and stuff yeah. like that people didn't go like i'm sure all people the... are
2: secretly hoping like oh i hope he wipes so out good i feel like that's why nascar
1: is popular
0: oh, is yeah. like it's to, like oh man here comes the crash that are people love circles really love circles. people really
1: do seem to love circles though yeah. i mean they're <laughs> nice
0: they're nice they they and end, welcoming welcoming um, have no beginning no yeah. end you know it's nice
1: um I got my point again. <laughs> You're Circles. Talking oh, yeah. about you didn't nice. no, no, no. give out a point. No, that I, got it, time. I got it. Here, I'll cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. <laughs> God. Okay. I
3: think I cut this out. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Oh, shit. I cut a Pikachu.
1: Okay. Now, I want you guys to imagine that... Um, imagine this movie removed of comedic elements and just imagine as kind of a biopic of a a famous inventor who was born a poor poor black child
2: (laughs) or just actually a poor black child or a guy who didn't know know. okay born in the south as uh naven was okay uh
1: how do you guys think this movie does on a like a biopic perspective like on a character building if it were fundamental level
2: if
0: it were a true story that would be an amazing story i mean watch the crap out of that
2: comedy aside he did earn his wealth i mean he invented these the what do they call it the optigrab. optigrab. he invents the optigrab, and that's where he gets his money so it's not like it necessarily fell out of the sky and i thought they waited a long enough time to wear If they did it in the very next scene where he got rich, I would have said, "Ah, that's not great. But they waited long enough to where you kind of go, oh, yeah. Also, what
3: an honest business partner.
2: Yeah, like yeah. seriously, oh, yeah. he did not have oh, hey, to do a you, thing. Oh, you came up with this thing. He hires Here's a private detective.
1: I was, I was to totally, him. I was totally expecting yeah. him to just uh, run off, screw with, run the off with the money. Yeah, yeah. I, but uh, just like uh, Stan, the gas station owner, maybe there's just something about Navin. Like, yeah. people he's good good feel people obligated crabby, to be nice yeah. to him because he's so obligated. open and honest. Yeah. Oh
3: God, I guess I have to do right by this guy.
2: Um, right. Well, that's why he fall, or well, that's why Marie falls in love with him, is because he's so brutally honest. Like. In a nutshell, he's telling her like, "Oh wow, you're so beautiful. Any guy would be lucky to have you." But instead, he's going like, "Wow, your face, your skin—just I do this, and it springs right back. Are you a model? <laughs> Next time you're making love with your boyfriend, would you, <laughs> would you think of me?" He's—he he's, would just be honored to be, even in
1: thought. Yeah, even in thought, <laughs> while um, she's with another man. <laughs>
0: Or I, I, was gonna say that uh, I feel like this story must exist in some form or fashion. Oh, I like, hope. I hope like I can somebody meet someone going someone from like nothing this. to inventing something that nobody would have thought of except for them, and then getting rich and then losing all of it because they mismanaged or what have you. I feel like something like that has to already oh, be sure. in place for this story to exist. Yeah, you know, or like multiple stories that kind of like patch together to make yeah. this.
2: Well, I mean, a lot of entrepreneurs and millionaires do crash, yeah. you know, for one reason or the other, so.
1: But, yeah, I, I what do you guys think about Naven as a dramatic, tragic character, though? How do you think Steve Martin does in
2: flushing this guy so, out? So, taking out the comedy, just think, looking at yeah, yeah, and tragic. Oh, that's
0: a good well, question. Well, I don't know, because, like, are we to assume that he is dim-witted uh, in the tragic uh straight version you of know, this story. I
3: actually don't think he's that dim-witted. He's very naive, but then there were lots of moments well, yeah. where I was, like, expecting him to make the and dumb he, choice, and he, like, came through with a surprisingly smart choice. Could like,
2: you give an example? Uh,
3: not off the top of my head. I know, like, when inventing the Omni gra- optigrab, yeah. like, that struck me. But, like, yeah, there were definitely a few moments where I was, like, oh he's, wow, like a he's, he's a smarter character than I yeah, expected. And he
1: didn't seem, I mean, maybe there was you know, like a one-room schoolhouse in the swamps of Mississippi, but uh, there, it doesn't reference any sort of formal educational upbringing. Right, And uh, yeah, take a point for that, Michael.
2: One, one part of the movie that I did think w- didn't fit his character, as wild as his character was, is when they sit down, literally sit down on the disco floor to watch his interview, and all of a sudden he's got like a, a huge head and he goes, who is Naven? Well... he's a a genius or you know it says something like really big and pompous and i thought you know this entire movie he's thought of himself as a really humble guy just like a nobody he hasn't really acknowledged that he's rich other than you know he has the house and everything but i mean someone walks in oh charity to see you oh no no not me there's other people to give money to
3: yeah (laughs) and the whole time i'm watching i'm like why the hell is this movie called the jerk he's He's such a nice guy dude
2: (laughs) Well, he calls himself Venturer. Right. Yeah. Well, cuz he thinks so little of himself, he probably he's probably like, "Ah, you don't want to mess with
1: this guy."
2: I don't know, whatever.
1: That uh, that did seem a little out of character now that you mention it. Maybe it's something about the camera. Maybe he becomes a different person when there's <laughs> yeah. a camera point. I, uh, I
3: think it was just parodying that like type of interview setting in and yeah, the way yeah. like yeah. in like inventors will get about their product.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was hard because there's like <clears throat> the character I feel like the character needed to be multiple things for the to serve the plot. Um, like for the most part, he's um, what I, what I would consider like kind of kind of on the dumb side. But like then, yeah, like Michael was saying, he has these like eloquent slash really like smart decisions that he makes throughout. I don't know. I felt like there was some sometimes some inconsistency with the character, but like at no point did I really stop to think about yeah. it. Um, because it felt like it was it was moving the plot forward at that point uh, when I felt like the character might be a little different. And I thought it was because of the money, or maybe he like got smarter as he got richer, yeah. but like at the same time, some scenes, he seemed like he was still the same, yeah, not even really able to control his own motor function. There are
1: snails <laughs> on her plate. I yeah. can't even see the food under there. <laughs> Bring me uh, the freshest wine you have. Yeah. yeah. To, none, none, of this, splurge.
2: none of this 1966 stuff. I want brand, brand new. Yeah. Actually, the wine, the wine glass dispenser. Oh, yeah, that was great. That was, <laughs> I hope he invented that because that doesn't vi- exist. Some great uh, visual gags in this one. He, sh- he should still be rich off the wine glass dispenser alone. <laughs> like, wow. Well, he did pretty much a jug. <laughs> he did pretty much just steal it from Dixie. I'm sure you got to get some sort of different mechanism for it to work. You have to engineer your glasses a certain yeah, way Yeah, I was, where they I, was stick. I was
1: looking at that as he was uh pull the glass and out and the other one slides falls down into place and nicely. I'm like, yeah. Oh, there's, there's, yeah. There's 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 some
2: workings on
3: in there. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if like off camera like above you have like someone, yeah, like <laughs> holding it in place with yeah. like a string oh, for sure. Movie magic.
1: Yeah. Maybe it wasn't even a real glass. <laughs> I bet that I would've... feel cheated.
2: The umbrellas were. The umbrellas in his wine glass. (laughs) I love that. I'm going to do that from now on. I don't even drink, and this is how you'll know. is because I'll have a party, and I'll just have a a Gatorade jug full of warm wine and champagne just out in the sun with umbrellas. Sounds like a fun party. (laughs) I'm sure someone (laughs) would show up. Are you homeless? Uh, (laughs) Yeah.
1: Steven, you you mentioned how um, the wealth might have changed him. or you you didn't think it was a logical character progression uh, going into that interview. Um, But I think him splurging on the house and everything like that is uh, kind of a lead into that new side of his character because he, he did resist uh, spending his money for a while. And he just brought his wife and his, uh, his butler and his maid to live in their tiny little ramshackle house. And it was kind of the Butler saying, Mm -hmm. I need
2: better quarters. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Uh, And so again, he initially invested in a new house to ostensibly take better care of his (laughs) butler.
2: i think i think it was just missing like one scene because he was getting there yeah he was talking about how he's he and his wife are classy we're not going to eat snails so he's starting to get that high opinion of himself (laughs) but that was more of like how dare you do this to my wife and then there was like one point missing in there to make the leap of oh i'm just an entrepreneur i'm an inventor i'm a gift to mankind you know there's just just one little bit that could have bridged that gap i thought still i mean it didn't take me out of the movie watching it too much it's just something I thought of. This is, this is kind of weird for him to say, but it, but it's funny. Off the top of your head, what would that point have been? Um, let's see. We see him in his house. Uh, I don't know, maybe inventing another thing that's clearly a horrible idea, but he thinks it's the best. I don't know. Good one. Yeah.
1: We can edit that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What did you guys think of the martial arts in this movie? Oh, yes. <laughs> well, no, no, as that, the that resident martial mark. artist. Yeah. Oh, right, right. My bad, yeah, yeah. My
0: bad. No, we can still talk about the martial arts <laughs> in this movie. It, was, it was
1: very, very black. Well, how was Martin's technique, though? It's <laughs> <laughs> you know, so funny. <laughs> it, seemed, uh, it seemed like he was more about the yelling than yeah. the uh, but it than than doing the actual. the and Battle
2: cries, man. It took out like what? four, five, five guys five I guys, think. and they were giving me a kind of gangster vibe. Too. Yeah. What was the one guy couldn't take out like iron nuts or something? Iron nuts, Mc, McClintic, <laughs> Mc, McNoodles. <laughs> Mc, McGinn. So there he goes from like black dynamite to enter the dragon. Yeah. Yeah. The guy's got a, an iron hand. Han. <laughs> how could you? Yeah. That next scene. How could
0: you know that he was iron balls Ooh. McGinty? Oh, <laughs> you know what? Is McGinty. Yeah. Oh, it was what, it McGinty. What year did enter bad.
2: the dragon come out? I'm being honest here. Like it they, was earlier this. than that. Then they they must have clearly been referencing that. Let's find other yeah. parallels
1: to Enter the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> I
3: think I think this movie parallels all the movies we picked last month. <laughs> I think,
1: uh, this movie spoofs Kong Pao
0: Oh God, never mind.
1: And Kill Bill. I think the bad guy in Enter the Dragon hated cans too.
0: Who? I mean, really? Who likes cans? Yeah, he they're he'd... like a. Uh, I like a nice pair of cans.
2: <laughs> what is it? He says at the restaurant, nice "You two, food. you got, you two are a bunch of boobs." Does he Girl. say that? Yeah. Uh, y- the, yeah,
1: you think you, oh, think you think we're a, we're couple, a couple of
2: boobs? Yeah, and then she looks down at her shirt
1: uh. and is like,
0: oh. <laughs> I, "What? What was the deal with her? Like, she had like a diamond yeah, on thin. pasty thing it on her just like, like a like a diamond, just
1: like in Kung Pao Oh, that was the source the, the, of her power. Yeah, exactly. Once the triangle some, yeah. things,
0: <laughs> the triangle diamonds, guys. I think we're uncovering a conspiracy. It's here.
1: all connected. Michael loved that joke. <laughs> He's so happy about it. <laughs>
2: Ryan, you get a point. He's, he's in pain <laughs> with zero. how much he liked that joke. Uh,
1: if you can stop laughing so hard, Michael, uh, I'm back up to zero points now.
2: <laughs> I mean, I honestly do think that that must have been a reference to Enter the Dragon, though. Because when to that happened, I thought. To Kung Pao. No, because when that happened, I was like, this is the late 70s. That's like right around that whole kung fu craze in cinema. And Enter the Dragon was on top got of that.
0: an iron something. Yeah. Why not balls? A little iron
2: something something. A little
0: iron something. If
1: you know what I
2: mean.
0: <laughs> the man with the iron schlong.
2: What did you guys think of the uh, the love story? I thought that was actually a really nice... That sweet. scene yeah. on the
0: beach, I actually really, really liked. Yeah. Uh, and their date in, in
2: the, like, the back of the truck. You belong to me. Yeah.
0: It was like, this is a nice song. It's really
1: like, touching. Yeah. yeah. That's a nice moment They together. were a sweet and couple. Even was when it, for them the whole time. Even when it gets cartoonish when she pulls out the cornet and no yeah. that was and like i was like perfect. this is exactly what this you need scene to, needs. <laughs> you need to break
2: that genuine moment to be like oh yeah this is a, a really wacky comedy yeah you, you but it still you was, can't have genuine in a comedy
0: despite the fact that like yeah it kind of broke that scene in in the term like uh, in how serious it was like it still was really sweet yeah mm-hmm. um it not for a moment did I go. Oh, there's a coronet in here. I'm not gonna. This isn't sweet anymore. <laughs> I did she just <laughs> didn't marry him, that for
2: me? Did she just marry him because he had money, or did she no. like honestly fall back and like why, what was her motivation for leaving? She was just afraid. Was uh, it, she kind of mentions earlier on. Well, we can't tell because she was afraid
0: blurry. that she was going to fall in
2: love with him. Okay, so she just didn't feel ready, so she left. Because that guess. guy, I mean, he moved really fast, and she did technically even though have did, a
1: boyfriend as well. I Yeah, guess.
2: yeah, and. Oh wait, like,
1: no, never mind. That was after they'd already been living together a while, too. Oh, when, when she, she was left, saying, yeah,
2: but when she was saying, "I think I have a boyfriend," I thought she was referring to him. Like, oh, I really no, like you. No, wasn't that?
0: It was the scene on the beach and then the scene in the hotel room, and that's when she left. Right, yeah, the no, next morning.
1: Uh, but he said they'd been together for four weeks, three days. Oh, okay. But it felt like
2: nine weeks. That, that also was a great. The first day yeah. felt like a week. I was like, <laughs> I was
0: in awe of Steve Martin
2: uh, that he during kept, that scene. Well, also he did like that first. The he does tongue, that tongue twister. Yeah. Like I'm gonna say something. I just gotta <laughs> say something. I've never been able to say to another person.
1: That's another one of those uh, breaking the genuine moment yeah. kind of things. like, like how. Like I, I don't know
0: how she or anybody on set kept their you know like kept <laughs> their <know>. faces straight. <laughs> I think she was actually green screened in. I think she was actually <laughs> yeah. dead. I think they killed her like for that spin. still frame. <laughs>
3: you know You're like
1: we're going to induce a coma. <laughs> I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit here, but it could just be the old style of written comedy that we've been talking about mm-hmm. um, that everyone was much more about the professionalism of the occupation mm-hmm. of acting and directing and you know, boom miking or whatever. And, uh, and they're, you know, they were much less about <clears throat> trying to make each other laugh or, uh, keep a straight, keeping a straight face or not breaking. They were just doing their job and reading their lines.
3: Well, and there's also, uh, the other benefit of scripting it is that you can get three, four or five takes of the same thing, get the laughs out of your system in the first yeah, yeah. take or two. And For then, sure. and then by the third one, you're like, oh, okay. I already know what's coming. Yeah, I can, I can play this straight. He's yeah. not going to mess with me. He's not going to try and sabotage and like hold up filming by yeah. trying to make me
2: laugh. Yeah, they know they're not going to go off script and do something unexpected, and they're not going to be on guard for that. They're just going to relax and live in the scene.
1: I know it's some director's technique to wear their actors out. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Who was I talking
2: to about this recently? I think it was me, William Shatner. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. The the story I forget who directed that one, but you know William Shatner's famous for having a very over expressive acting Spock. Uh, so the the rumor is that the director of Wrath of Khan did take after take after take after take to get that overacting out of William Shatner, so Kirk would come off as just kind of more subdued, subdued, yeah, yeah and, and subtle because that yeah. movie needed some subtle.
1: And I, I can totally see that happening on a comedy like this too, where by the Seventh or tenth take of Steve Martin doing the the first day felt like a week speech. <laughs> um, it's just not even funny anymore. They're just like, we just got to get this done.
2: Yeah, mm. but it, it, I well, I don't know how many takes that scene took, so I can't exactly yeah, I, give I, him I, credit for I saying like, I can't great job sure. on keeping the performance up because it was hilarious, you know, from the first take to the tenth. But we don't know how many takes that took. Maybe uh, there maybe, was still some energy. Like, oh yeah, in for his, sure. In his face. But also Marie could maybe just been super professional yeah. too and just you know they got it in could be. one or two takes. Just because we laughed, just because we thought it was funny doesn't mean they <laughs> we're a bunch of idiots. <laughs> We'd be kicked off this set so they're, quick.
3: They're probably shit talking us throughout the entire filming. They're like, god a bunch of idiots are going to be laughing their asses off. This is so <laughs> stupid. We hate this.
0: Like they actually hate the movie.
3: <laughs> that would be upsetting. They're like, oh we're just writing for the lowest common denominator. Ratings, ratings, ratings. I'll go.
1: Please,
2: I liked it. Great, cool. James,
3: moving on. <laughs>
0: Thumbs up. I'll give it an A minus. Uh, I liked it as well. Took me a little while to sort of get into it, but once I did, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I'm gonna give
2: it a B plus. I had. A, a good laugh in, in every scene like consistently throughout the movie it felt like every minute or two there was something to laugh about did you have
1: a belly laugh
2: i had a couple belly laughs it did, wasn't all belly laughs did but you everything. have a
1: knee slapper
2: i think i did i leaned back slapped my knee did, i leaned forward did you
1: have a thumb grabber
2: I, I can't say I've had a thumb grabber. Is that where, like, I go like this? You and grab I, your And I, and I lean thumb. back. You like grab I'm, someone else I grab... Thumb. <laughs> James, this is too funny.
3: Oh. Okay. My Did you have a bunny drowner?
0: Oh, my God. Oh, of course.
2: Yeah. Did you okay. have a cat I mean, juggler?
0: <laughs>
1: well, hey, we do have a hey, cat that's not here cool, man. <laughs>
0: that was hilarious. I, I was yeah. just like, this is... I thought... Great. I
2: didn't expect it to go that. I thought it was going to kill those cats. And so especially like, because go. it's also Steve Martin doing it. But, yeah, I mean... It did what a comedy is supposed to do. It made me laugh more than than most. I'm going to give this a solid A.
1: Um, I like it a lot. It's one of my favorite comedies of all time that I've ever seen, anyway. And I'm going to give it an A minus as well.
2: That's uh, an A minus, exactly, right? I think so. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Michael, would you give us a quick recap of the points tallies? Before we go into the, well, are you going to wait for
3: the point tally, or are you going to say the thing?
1: Challenge. James,
3: no, uh, James has three. I have three. Stephen has two. Ryan, you broke even. Challenge. 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 That felt good. I was challenge. holding that one challenge. challenge. It's exhausting. Oh, it kind of smells in here now. Yeah. <laughs> we probably should have <laughs> alternated doing that or opened a door. Shit, or like something.
0: pass around some mouthwash.
3: Yeah.
1: Your challenge, gentlemen. Should you choose to accept it?
0: I don't. Okay, I don't. Uh, see you next Later. week. Oh, wait, <laughs> no,
1: guys, that that wasn't really, I uh, wasn't really giving you an option here. Michael, come back. Michael's gone. Yeah. He actually left? He closed the door? He left his own home. <laughs> yeah,
0: where? I didn't even think about that.
1: All right, so that was the challenge. Uh, <laughs> thanks, guys. To, Michael, s- to stay uh, sitting. Michael gets negative 10 points because he left, and, uh... Stephen, you won again oh, somehow. What? How, <laughs> does this, why, how does this keep happening? I don't know. <laughs> it really doesn't make sense. No, your challenge this week is to tell me what is all you need. You're right. you're leaving your estate, and you you don't need anything. But what is what is all you need? I really
3: don't need anything. I don't need anything. Okay. Yeah. I, no, I I don't need anything. Fine, I'm then go. Gonna, all right, I'm then going. Go. Go. Sure. I'm going. There's I the won't door. stop you. Well. Okay, well, there's my there's my Breaking Bad box set. I can't I can't not take yeah. That's understandable. I can't a not take yeah. all of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is that's it. That's the one th- well, I need something to play it on. My computer doesn't play Blu-rays. But I'm I'll take the computer anyways because, you know.
0: I mean, how else are you going to get work? You got to
3: be connected, right? So, um, but then I'll I'll take my PlayStation Four, of course, um, so I can Blu-rays. play. Yeah, yeah. Um, for break. But bad. but that is it. You well, all right, get out of here. No, wait. But there's my TV because I you can't just watch the, something the PlayStation on. doesn't have a yeah TV. yeah yeah. And I guess the cables to go with it. Um,
1: but is I, that it?
3: I, oh yeah. Oh, that is way it. Okay. But I, I mean, like maybe a power outlet and like a wall attached to it. So maybe like a, the the house or something. I'll I'll take a, a house with me or or you know I just or a power generator something okay, along getting, those lines.
0: Getting a little silly, now. No, yeah, but you
3: going to take that around with you. That's no. I it sounds like a lot, but that's it. But when, well, what if I get bored of Breaking Bad? I'm gonna want some other shows. You know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna take um the Cosby Show. No, I'm going to leave the Cosby Show, but I'm going to take all my other DVDs. Uh, but that is it. I only oh, have is a that few. It?
2: I only have a few because he's not taking the Cosby Show. Yeah. Okay. Well,
3: all right. But then, <laughs> I I need I, I have I have Crohn's disease, as you all know. I need my medication, so I'm i going to take yeah. that. Yeah. I'm going to take a multivitamin. Yeah. Um, uh, my roommate's cat. Um, but that is wait. That is it.
1: That seems. Now, of all the things you've said so far, that seems excessive simply because he's not yours. Uh, but you get lonely, you need company. Okay, okay. but that's all you need. That's it.
0: Okay. That's it. Got you.
3: And all three of you. Aw. <laughs>
0: that's kind of nice. That was sweet, Michael.
3: I was... Oh, did you think I was talking about you guys? Oh. Oh, oh, sorry. I was just talking to the microphone covers. I think they're very colorful. We have a red one, an orange one, and a, and a black one, and they just they go together. I, I like it. I put them on my fingers and I pretend they're puppets. But that is it.
1: That's that's still really cute. sweet. Aww. that's still really cute. But that's that's it. Bye. <laughs> Later. Uh, eight points, Michael.
2: All right, I'll go. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right i don't need this okay i don't need your international house of pancakes when i've been telling you all day i want to eat at denny's i don't need this i'm leaving all right just give me a menu okay all right okay there you no, go take it Oh, oh okay and you know what you, i uh i'm gonna want add, the rudy tootie
0: you asked for it in the- yeah. okay yeah that's rudy it tootie.
2: i don't want anything else okay what the Rudy Tootie and a side of hash browns? Okay,
0: okay, Rudy Tootie uh, side of hash browns. Uh, and, anything else? Uh,
2: you know what? You. Did, it's a little weird. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get a milkshake with that to wash it down. A milkshake with the Rudy
0: Tootie and a grilled okay. cheese and grilled cheese because
2: it's a milkshake, 24-hour menu. So yeah. that's a Rudy Tootie, uh-huh. a hash brown, uh-huh. a milkshake, uh-huh. and a grilled cheese. Right. But I don't need any of this. Okay. That's it. I'm taking these with me.
0: Would you like to add a side of uh a sec- a second stack of pancakes for only buck 50 more? No. Oh, okay. No. You know what else? What's up?
2: I'm taking
3: this light bulb. Okay. Okay, uh, you know well, what? You can't really I
2: can't re- I can't take this no. light bulb, can I? Okay. No.
3: All right. Um, That's we need that. But I don't need this. You should take some bigger pants because these are a lot of calories.
2: Okay? I don't need that? I don't need that guy talking to me doesn't from need the, sass. the table. He doesn't need the sass. I don't even know him.
0: <laughs> Sir, please stop with the sass. All
2: right. I don't, want, I don't want anything else. Okay. Maybe a to-go box. Maybe just a to-go case, box just for all case. this stuff. Yeah, pre-emptive this a preemptive to-go box.
0: Do you, do you want any syrup with that? Uh, I would love some syrup. Okay, syrup. Blueberry. Blueberry. Syrup.
2: And I'll take the check. Okay. Because I don't need this. All right. Sounds great. I'm done. Okay. I'm out of here. Here's the check. Here's my card. All right. Where do I sign? <laughs> right down there. All right.
3: Goodbye. Hey, uh, I look a little bit bigger than you. You can have my pants if you I'll want I'll take them. his pants. I'm just, I was worried for you.
1: Steven, I, I love how you, uh, I love your <laughs> delivery on that. I love the world that you built for me. Uh, I'm going to give you 11 points. All right. And James, I'm going to give you two for the assist as well. Oh, yeah. Sweet.
2: Yeah. You, you even for went the to the assist? same when I was like light bulb. And you, know, you can't take that. I was like, perfect. Because I can't take that. All
0: right.
1: All right, James.
0: Okay. Um, We've had a fun day here, guys. Um, mm. I'm, I'm really glad these have been some great contributions. I think that these are all going to go to uh, the right hospital, the right Children's Hospital mm. that they need. But um, first things first, uh, guys. Who brought this pink elephant? Because that can't go with them. Uh, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to take this pink elephant. It's it's not really that's for the It's not children. really it's not it's really for, for kids. kids. I mean, look at the look at the face of this pink elephant. That is that is terrifying. I. I really don't think that they need that or um, this puppet right here. Um, kids love I think puppets. they. I need the puppet um, because they. All right, you know what? They, they can keep the puppet, but I'm definitely going to need this slinky. Um, I don't know if you guys heard, slinkies are dangerous, guys, oh. especially if you uh, undo them and they're a choking. And, uh, hazard. Yeah, they're oh. a choking hazard, especially if you undo them. Who brought the um, slinky? Who brought, who the, brought the slinky, slinky guys? Nah, this is this on. is a nice charity. We want to make sure I'm that. Sorry, we're, guys. Oh, I that brought a, the slinky. A, is that a, that's a really nice football. Is that signed by? That's. I'm going to I'm going to take this football. That was a um, make a wish. No, no no no. Who is, who is it signed by? Uh, it's signed Name by an athlete, it's, I dare it's signed you. by uh, sports ball no man number f- 47. Um, I'm going to take that and uh, it's going to go to somebody who is much more deserving. Uh Hold on, besides well, these kids can't play sports. I'm, I'm I mean sorry, they're I'm sorry. all <laughs> hospitalized. But real quick, what yes. player what player was that again? It was sports ball number uh, 55. Okay. Yeah. Sports ball number fifty-five. Uh, okay, sure. It was a really, it was Sounds. a really nice gesture, guys. But I think really that, nice
1: uh, perfume line as
0: well. Yeah, I, I believe so. <laughs> um, that's a very nice outdoor musk. And um, ooh, look at the, like this is like an etch a sketch. it an etch a sketch. Yeah, that's that was, nice. I brought that. That's, that was my. Did donation. you bring that? Yeah. That's really it. nice. Uh, I don't know if that one is gonna pass through. What's, what's because, wrong with it? Uh, kids? I don't know if you know. They're kind of immature. They tend to draw boobs. Uh, most of the time oh, they end up well, square. Yeah, most of the time they end up square, that. but we, we can't just have that. yeah. I, I mean we can't give them free reign on something like that. So the etch a gets that's gonna have to come with me. Anything else? Um, that safety cone. I mean, what's a kid gonna do with it anyway? I mean, I
2: I didn't think that was part of the pile. I thought just thought that's kind of there to. to oh, mark I'm sorry. Off it's the just area. cordoning off. Wait, the you're aisle, taking right. away the wizard hat I brought these kids.
0: Is that what? That's, oh, that's what that is. Oh, okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. I was,
3: I, I was shopping on a budget.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like you know, it's it's sort of like a steepled hat. Um, I know, by the we're in the Midwest. I, uh, a lot of a lot of parents think you know they might like try to think their kids are doing Satanism or something. So I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the wizard hat. It's just wizardry. That's all I need. Uh, okay, that should be just about everything, guys. God bless. Um, I'll see you next week.
1: Wait, but you took everything. Yes,
0: but uh, I mean it was necessary censorship. Um, we're very PC <laughs> charity, ch- charitable. Yes. Where's,
3: Hi. is this man taking all our stuff?
0: Um. Y- well, you see. <coughs> no, he's not, not taking okay, it, Okay. You Timmy. know what? You can take the. You can take the Satan hat. You can take the Satan hat
2: there you and go. Isn't that?
0: That's, isn't, isn't that heavy nice? on my neck? Oh no! Oh no! 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 Oh. No! All right. I'm just gonna go. Uh. God bless,
1: Timmy. Hello, Timmy. Very well done, James. I'm we, gonna both, g-
2: <laughs> we both went for Timmy. I was like,
1: I'm going to call <laughs> Tiny, this kid Timmy? Timmy.
0: Tiny Tim? We're on a, w-
3: a good wavelength <laughs> today, James. <laughs> I know. That was stupid. <laughs> uh,
1: it's, it's funny that you say that because I'm going to award James an equal amount of 11 points. All right. As well as yes. one extra point for both Stephen and Michael awesome. for their contributions. And that is going to leave us at.
3: Me, 12, and these
2: two tied with 14.
3: (gasps) Uh Uh-oh, guys, this is a first. We need to do a tiebreaker. We've had a tiebreaker. We've had tiebreakers. tiebreaker. It's happened
2: once or twice before.
3: Well, rock,
0: paper, scissors, or
2: what? I mean, James, I promise your pick will probably... First
0: one to slap my taint. (laughs) Wait, I see where you're going with that. You stop it. I I hope you guys (laughs) know. I was tempted.
1: Wait, And they both need to pick this... Yeah. cycle mm-hmm.
2: still, huh? Oh, man.
3: Or if you want to fix things, you could just give me three points and <laughs> I'll just have one.
1: Well, uh, minus two points, Michael. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you guys are going to arm
2: wrestle. That sounds oh, horrible okay. for the podcasting format.
3: Oh, Ryan will announce it. All right.
2: <sighs> cool. Ladies sound in the-
1: and gentlemen, try to, try to stand by. We wrestling match of the yeah, day. Let's, let's well, yeah. In All the right. blue corner, we have James McAnally, and in the red corner, we have Steven Zarita. Are you ready, gentlemen? Uh,
2: this cup? Do we? Do we put, where do we put our left? Our, our left hand? Now I want to flat on the table. Flat
1: on the table. Okay, I now I want a nice clean arm wrestle, gentlemen. That means no over the topping. Okay.
2: Got it. <laughs> okay.
1: Are you ready? Yes. And go! Oh, it's it's very even. It's very very close. It seems like James is taking the upper hand. I don't want to uh, see any I over the James topping though. This. James is bringing him down. He's he's halfway down to the table. Steven is really struggling here. James is. Oh, Stephen is bringing it back. Steven is bringing it back to neutral. Oh, but James, <laughs> James in a at the finish, end there. <laughs> James takes it. Oh man, I wasn't well expecting done, that. James. Very that was well fun. done. That was James. You get one point for that. Yes. <laughs> oh, thank Making you, you, God, you the victor. Oh, uh, James. What is God has
0: already blessed me with all the stuff I took from the charity. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> what is your pick for next week, James?
0: Oh man, it's between two vastly different movies like why don't you crowdsource we, it why don't you tell us and um i know what you're gonna pick uh but i would really like to watch they came together which <laughs> is a david wayne movie mm-hmm. um haven't seen is it. Is that the amy, amy, poehler amy poehler and, poehler and paul rudd i haven't seen it it is fantastic if you like david wayne's style of comedy which i do um or braveheart
3: which I actually Braveheart, watched just the other
2: Braveheart. that's my pick I, I watched just it. the other day I've though. never
0: seen
3: and I know it's a classic I, you two have seen Braveheart I have not
2: you haven't seen Braveheart? and I desperately need to
0: oh man okay we'll watch Braveheart but we need to watch all together um, they, they came, came together. together as, as well we'll do that, that. that is and, you, and we
3: won't share our thoughts with America <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll just watch it as friends
3: Alrighty, and everyone will be like, "What's your opinion?" I don't on think this we do that and be anymore, like, "No, oh, sorry, of course not." We'll tell everyone, "Hey, we have an opinion on this movie, but you can't
1: hear it."
2: All right, my so arm hurts now.
1: <laughs> so I know that was a, that was
2: a good workout. That was that was
1: a good one. Uh, so Braveheart's the pick. Yes. Uh, oh man, to decide between the two, you should have arm wrestled again <laughs> <laughs> with yourself. With. <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, everyone, check out Braveheart for next week's podcast. Uh if you've seen it before or if you haven't, either way, we would love for you to watch it in, have it fresh in your memory, and write us in and let us know your thoughts, your feelings, um, what you liked and what you didn't like. You can write us in fuarock at gmail.com, tweet us at FUA Podcast, uh check out our Facebook, Facebook.com slash from under a rock. And, uh, you know, if you're listening to this on iTunes, then we'd sure appreciate it if you would subscribe, but also rate and review us.
3: And also, you can check out the From Under a Rock uh, column, weekly column on 411mania.com slash movies. Uh, week one, we reviewed Mission Impossible. Week two, coinciding with our podcast, we reviewed They Live. And for week three, we will be doing uh, the Netflix series Daredevil. So keep an eye out for that.
1: Cool. Steven, anything going on with hyperdrive pictures?
2: Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Well, all right. (laughs) Uh, Fantastic. Yeah. I blame uh, editing bugs is why it's a nope.
1: Uh, I got to get those checked out. Yeah. Get, gotta get, gotta gotta get, get your snails. computer. Gotta
2: get your computer fumigated.
1: What are these snails doing on my computer?
0: <laughs> Editing bugs. There's
3: you
2: mice. You can't even
1: see the computer under all this.
2: There's oh. mice on my computer.
0: Gross. Too many mice. You only need one my, 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 mouse. Max? <laughs>
2: Mad Max? <laughs> <laughs> do
1: you know
0: words, Wordsmith? <laughs> yeah, yeah. My, my mouse. That's my, gonna do it for this week's mouse. episode.
1: <laughs> Let's go around the table.
0: I'm James McAnally, aka the Wordsmith. (laughs) I'm Michael
2: Lornellis, aka the Shit. I'm Stephen Zarita, aka a Rugrat on the Disney Channel. (laughs) No one's called you that ever.
1: And I'm Ryan Evans. Thank you once again for joining us for another episode of From From Under a
3: Rock.
4: Rock.